right. Rabbit ears, fans, couch potatoes, and the like. I am finally back from a protracted, I guess, break. Unintentional, though. And I am here this week, month, this month, to discuss um, a TV series I've never seen, but with a guest that you guys have heard a few times. My friend Paul Prezula, the Mike Rula, is here with me today. What up, Paul? <laughs> Thank you, Ashley. Uh, how are you? It's great to be back. It's been so long. Yeah, it's been almost a year. It's been over a year since the last time you were on because you were on right at the beginning of the pandemic to discuss Firefly. So, like, how much has changed <sighs> since then? It's crazy. Well, yeah. And how I much I guess has the world it? has changed. Yeah, and how much are we still kind of pseudo... Well, you have you been uh, vaccinated? Yes. I know Dan's had one shot. I'm fully vaccinated. I didn't find out until listening to an episode of Netflix and Swill that Dan has a phobia of uh, not necessarily needles, but like getting shots that he'll pass out. So like the sick part of me that's never seen him act, I guess, quote unquote, weak in any way, I wanted to watch, but he wouldn't let me go with it. <laughs> That's love. I know. Come on, babe. I want to see you be vulnerable uh, and like shit your pants. Yes. I wanted it. I wanted to get him a teddy bear that had a band-aid over the arm and everything, but I didn't. <laughs> I was nice. I gave him a little uh, bit of, uh, I guess, respect, which is uh, abnormal for us. That doesn't sound like you two at all. No. Who are you? Or what have you done with Ashley? Uh, she got mature. It's so weird. That's not uh, true relationships. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we are doing the most mature show in the world today, so... We are. <laughs> we are. And the last time that you were on, um, you were engaged to be married and we're postponing the wedding, and now you are married, so congratulations. Thank you very much. Yes, we second time around, we snuck it in, and this is not common knowledge outside of... Or in the podcast world, but we got married on the Saturday. We we had, obviously, our big plans for a honeymoon was, were scuttered by COVID, so we couldn't go traveling to Europe and the like, which was the plan. So instead, we had, we had four days down south. We have a lovely area, you know, three or four hours to the south of us. So we drove down there, had our four days, got back in the door to a press conference from our premier here in this state who said, lockdown starts tonight. And yeah, so Damn. had our wedding been one week later, it would have been canceled again. Oh my God, that would have been horrific. That's terrible. Are yeah, you fully vaccinated yet? Or what's the, what's the vaccine no, no. situation in Australia? If you're under 50, you can't get vaccinated yet. I, technically, I could apply for it as a health professional, but you know, I feel a bit bad jumping in and yes. taking someone's Pfizer vaccine when I'm still in the okay age range. Yeah. So I'll wait until my partner, my wife now, and you know, can get it as well because otherwise it's a bit pointless. Like a bowling ball, yeah. We have, like, I guess... I waited because I could have gotten in ahead. Apparently, high blood pressure is one of the factors that you can get in earlier. But I waited until I think I was like group four or five. So, like, I put my shit off. But then, like, this is so sappy and cute. Um, my dad has got very immunocompromised and all that stuff. So, like, I hadn't given him a hug yep. in over a year despite seeing oh. him all the time. So, once I realized he was fully vaccinated, I went over there and gave him, like, the biggest hug. And then I got all, like, teary-eyed. He's like, are you okay? I was like, I just missed hugging my dad. Such a... Oh. Like, I know. That's Ugh. sweet. I'm such a daddy's girl. I'm, I'm sure he, he loved it as well, getting to get a hug from his daughter. Yes. So And now... Also, no, but yeah, it's not... Go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say, it's not, not great here because our government, unlike your government, has ballsed up the, the vaccine rollout. So there was meant to be, we're all meant to be vaccinated by, I believe, October. Everyone, both shots, 25 million people. 
And we're currently on track to all be vaccinated by about 2024, Ooh. the way that it's going. So, yeah, they promise it will get better. Ours was going to be bungled had we not gotten a new president. So, yeah, thank God I for that. Your new elected officials have uh, sorted their shit out, which is very relieving, very relieving to hear. Of course, the state's been much better in the UK as well. But then, of course, there's other countries in the world. India, the most apparent at the moment where... Things are still pear-shaped, so this is going to be with us a long, long time, oh, yeah. very, very sadly. It is. On that sad news, um, I am now an aunt since the last time I talked to you, so my sister oh. had her baby, and she is the cutest little munchkin ever. So that's Is this fun. your first of the next generation? Yes, and likely the only. So she's getting spoiled rotten. Oh, that kid is going to be treasured. Oh, for sure. My dad is like over the moon to be a grandfather, and... My sister and her wife and I all got vaccinated fully right before Mother's Day, which is right around my dad's birthday. So, like, the first time we were all together as a family, we were celebrating their first Mother's Day and his birthday. It was so cute. Oh, I'm really pl- That's lovely to hear. Congratulations to the family. Thank you. Okay. So, let's, let's get back slightly on track. What have you been watching, binging, enjoying during your extended times at home? Well, this might be sacrilege to many but i had never watched the american version of the office i'm so happy you are where are you in this show end of season seven so we just said goodbye yeah just said goodbye to michael and we're just about to head into season eight i think got one episode or two episodes left in season seven to go and they're going to pick his replacement i believe is the next plot development that's going to happen okay so what do you think of the office how are you enjoying it it's it's really good. It's really it's really great. The strength of the show is it's it's supporting characters like Michael is Michael and obviously incredibly well portrayed by Steve Carell, but it's actually everybody else in the office that really sells that show to me. And even the bit players who like Creed over time is every time Creed's on screen, I'm laughing. Oh, he's and, great, you know, Kevin. How great Kevin became or has become as a character. So even beyond the Dwight's and the Jims and the and the Pams, just that next layer down. It's, they're so well realized as characters and so consistent across the board and and it's just it, almost every episode there's at least three or four laughs and some episodes there's 10 or 12 laughs so yeah i really really enjoy it that's a fucking great show you binged it like when i feel like you announced that you were watching it not that long ago so you're on like an ashley tear in terms of watching a lot not not quite that impressive but we did probably started well, i would say late last year so in the last six months we've done seven seasons all right then i'm proud of you that's excellent thank you what else so there's Anything that one else? what else yeah yeah two more two more i, I thought of worth mentioning a search party uh, we watched all four seasons of that what's that in around about the same search party is i'm not even sure it's on stan over here which is a australian streaming service i'm not sure where it would be in your part of the world but it's a it's got what's a is it uh ali shawcat oh yeah yeah, yeah from and, uh arrested development yes and and her three mates including her boyfriend and basically she becomes obsessed with a girl who went to college with them who they weren't even that close to who disappears and she decides she's going to find them hence the search party and she drags her three friends in who are quirky characters all to a person and then each season it kind of veers in a different direction than what you're expecting it would be huge spoilers to kind of take away it's kind of meant to be a comedic mystery drama but it's mostly a a satire on that sort of millennial generation, just millennials, I guess, uh, and how vapid and vain that they are and <laughs> how everyone everyone in the show ends up being pretty unlikable, which is kind of 
weirdly enough, the show's strength. That's awesome. I found out that recently my age group is now referred to as geriatric millennials. So that's <laughs> fucking traumatizing. <sighs> I would say they're meant to be a few years younger than you. So yeah. And then the last show, which just watched, it just was on Amazon Prime. It's Invincible. I don't know if you've heard about that uh-uh. one. It's the Robert Kirkman animated TV show. It starts out eight episodes starts out exactly like your standard boring origin superhero uh, TV show and then takes a hard right turn at the end of the first episode in a way that I won't spoil except that to acknowledge don't give up before the end of the first episode and don't even give up when the credits start to roll because that hard right turn happens as a mid-credit scene and from there it's fucking awesome it is just absolutely compelling television and you're just waiting because anything can happen after that point and it's so impressive okay well i'm putting that on my need to watch list because i remember seeing a post now in the countdown community about it and everybody was very positive so i will have to check that out yeah i haven't heard a single person who said they didn't like it yet so there you are fuck yeah since i haven't been recording or kind of talked about tv in a while i'm just going to give a brief rundown of the shows that i've watched either all of or some of since the last time that I have taken to the airwaves. How many are Real Housewives well, I don't. I don't keep those in. Uh, I don't. <laughs> so, well, I am watching The Housewives of New York. I was watching it uh, before we started recording. And Dan is aware of, like, certain gifts and, like, I guess, catchphrases and things that are said. So, like, he'll be listening from his office and he has me call him in when there's, like, certain moments that are, like, highly quoted and shit like that so he gets excited which makes me excited okay that's that's fair okay (laughs) so i have watched i watched made for love which is an hbo show um i watched all of the crown i started the west wing um oh jupiter's legacy that was garbage Uh, that was garbage okay i rewatched all of community and finally finished it because i kind of like cut out after Season like season three starts to get a little weird, but it's still good. And then like the fucking yes. we've talked about this before. Yeah. Eh, it, downhill after that. Hugely. Oh, and I started watching Workaholics, which I love. They're, the guys okay. from Workaholics have a fantastic podcast that I cannot recommend highly enough. Um, and then I watched season one of Dexter and that's enough. Oh, I watched The Righteous Gemstones too. That was good. What did you think of season one of Dexter? I fucking, I've seen, I own it. So we had our internet went out for a weekend and we didn't have Ooh. anything that we could watch that wasn't on like DVDs. So I put on season one of Dexter and Dan was watching it with me and like we left off like halfway through and I could, I thought he was into it. This motherfucker had looked up the spoilers and already knew who the killer was like, ugh, cause I was uh, watching it. Dan. Thank you. I was watching it, like looking for his reactions to see, like what he would, how he would react to certain things that happen in the show. No spoilers, but this motherfucker, he's like, "Oh, I didn't want to wait to find out." <laughs> Does he read the last chapter of a book before, if he ever bothers to pick one up? Right? No, I don't think he. I I don't remember the last time I saw him reading a book. I can't judge. It's been a long time since I, because you know it's all about the podcast, and I've got to watch stuff. I don't have time to read beyond my job. So yeah, yeah. I read it every night before bed and I've been burning through a lot of books, but now I'm like rereading the Harry Potter series for who knows what time, but they're big, thick books. So it, it takes me a little while to get through them. So that's fair good. enough. Oh, I thought one more show, which I really should shout out and plug. It's an Aussie show. Well, it's full of Australians, but it's uh, produced in America. It's called Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. And it's irreverent 
comedic well, comedic sketch comedy show, which with a very loose through line of each episode, it's basically just excuses for their sketches to be strung together. And it's really, really funny. Okay. So if you're at all interested in Aussie humour, give it a bash. Give it a bash. I fucking love it. I think it's that. on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. So let's go ahead and take a look back at the year 2007 when Flight of the Concords premiered. I picked out shows, music, and TV, all this stuff based on you. And this is oh, basically, okay. well, this is, <laughs> the, what I'm trying to say is these are highlights. These are mostly all of the good things from that year. There was a lot of trash. <laughs> okay. so, so for TV, we had The Tudors, Mad Men, The Big Bang Theory, and then Rock of Love. That one was for me. That was Brett Michaels' VH1 dating series that is a hot mess. <laughs> Um, the movies were Hot Fuzz, The Mist, Sweeney Todd, nice. and I Am Legend. Well, okay, nice. Good couple know, of great films there. I knew you would say that. Sweeney Todd, I put in there just to rile you. <laughs> I ignored that one. <laughs> um, music, we had Rehab by Amy Winehouse, No One by Alicia Keys, Shut Up and Drive by Rihanna, and Crank That by Soldier Boy. Are you familiar with any of those of songs? Of those. Only shut up and drive based on some <laughs> promos that have run on TV here. They're not not my style of music, those ones. No, and those were the good ones. There was a lot of crap. Uh, the pop culture stuff, we had the Don't Taste Me Bro video that went viral. Uh, Anna Nicole Smith died from drug overdose at 39 years old, and the iPhone and Android were both unveiled. Ooh, okay. Well, there you go. That, the, yeah. last, the last <laughs> one gets uh, major props. <laughs> All right, so Flight of the Concords aired from 2007 to 2009 on HBO with 22 episodes, rated an 8.5 out of 10 on IMDb, was written and created by James Bobbin, and actually won three Emmys and was nominated for, I think, either 10 or 13. Uh, the summary... Wow. Yeah. Okay. Did you know any of that? I didn't know that. No, I didn't know it won Emmys. Okay. Yeah, won fucking Emmys. Brett and Germain are Flight of the Concords, a New Zealand folk rock band living in New York City in search of stardom. This show stars Jermaine Clement, Brett McKenzie, Reese Darby, and Kristen Schaal, among a few recurring characters. So, Paul, what do you like about this series? I think what I really like about it is two things. The first is that it is a very laid-back, sarcastic, dry sense of humour. The New Zealand sense of humour is very similar to the Australian sense of humour as a general rule, and I'm sure... A whole bunch of Aussies will bristle when I say that, and a whole bunch of New Zealanders are jumping up and down and yelling at their podcasting device right now at the same. Sam Hurley. But the bottom line is, yep, Sam will be dark <laughs> when I compare Aussies to New Zealanders in any way, except uh, except to suggest we are inferior. Uh, <laughs> but this, I think, this show really captures that, for what I understand of it, the New Zealand sort of sensibility of the world, and the Australian sensibility is very close to that. So I find this show particularly certain episodes and particularly the first season, very, very funny. And then the other part that I love about it is it's effectively an excuse to be a musical and I don't hate it. In fact, the musical numbers, some of them, I think the songs are brilliant and I, I, I downloaded them at the time and I still have them on my streaming devices, some of them, and I can still, as I rewatched this for today's episode, I was singing along to the songs. They're fantastic. They're they're genuinely funny and i'll tell you some of my favorite songs when we get to that point so that's my favorite things about it okay so i will give you that some of the original music is really created and really well executed 
I kind of enjoyed when they would subvert stereotypes for humor and maybe social commentary. Like there's an episode where um, Aziz Ansari is being racist against them because they're New Zealanders. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's another <laughs> instance where Brett feels like he wants to take things slow and he's like has a whole song about a contract is not a kiss and he feels like he's being pressured yep. into sex. So stuff like that I enjoyed. Um, this might be why I'm nervous to record with you and that's that I am probably not in the main group of people who have watched the show but I did not enjoy the show okay all right now look you know what this is not like a lost situation no Ashley this this is not something where it's like we have to question our friendship over there no, 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 because no, I no. kind of get it I watched the, these 22 episodes in the last month and by the end I'm like I'm glad this is over I'm, I'm done <laughs> It, this show's not me. This is not made to binge. This show. No. This show was made to watch half an hour at a time, once a week. That's the right amount. And so I suspected you might not love this. Uh, and so I'm quite okay with that. Although Sam, the aforementioned, may not be okay with that. So we'll <laughs> tread carefully. So I like with Lost. I did not enjoy the last couple of seasons, but I really enjoyed the first couple of seasons. Like with that, with this, there are some things that I enjoyed. I found it much more amusing after I, I'd smoked. Like I was chuckling at things. So like I tried to kind of balance that and make sure that I was, you know, smoking either before or during and then like things would get funnier. So there are some episodes that I really thought were funny. That's an overstatement. There are some episodes that I found amusing and there's some songs that I really enjoyed. There's one part that made me laugh out loud, which I'll get to. Actually, there's a couple. What? In whole 22 episodes, you only laughed out loud once. Twice. Oh, there's two. There's, well, like I giggled. May. But there's one part that I will laugh about when even like recounting what happens. But anyhow, that I'm getting ahead of myself. Okay. So there's some, the show is smart in some aspects, but at the other side, like I am not a really big fan of like awkward slash cringe humor. And there's a lot right. of that in this. Oh yeah. Yeah. The sure is. Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. We'll get to all, we'll dissect it all as we go. So let me ask you, who are some of your favorite characters on this show and why? Look, it, I guess maybe this is striking at the heart of things. I like the back and forth between Jermaine and Brett in the show. And they're obviously playing hyper stylized versions of themselves or hyper reality, or meta versions of themselves. I'm sure they're not like that in real life. Mm -hmm. um, but their, their awkwardness with each other and the way that they're kind of go back and forth, I do like. I don't know if I like them as characters, particularly for whatever reason, I find Jermaine a bit hard to deal with. Like Brett seems more innocent and kind of clueless, whereas Jermaine seems more calculating and just a tiny bit smarter than Brett, which isn't saying much really. <laughs> but <laughs> but I do like Murray. I think Murray's quite funny and he's trying really hard to, to be genuine and help them out. And of course, he gets in his own way and he's also pretty dumb, but at least his heart's in the right place. So I can get behind Murray. Uh, Mel grew on me the second viewing of this show. I hated her the really? first time I went through it. Okay. But I didn't I didn't mind her this time as much because I kind of got into her. She's just totally lusting after them. And, and her relationship with Doug, I found, oh was very, God. very funny. Yes. Freaking <laughs> Gail Bedeker-Bodeker from Breaking Bad. I was not expecting to see him in here. I was like, oh, this poor freaking That's cuck. Uh, and also, I like... I, actually, the other guy I don't like, I know I'm going back and yeah, forth yeah, here, go, but go. Dave... I didn't think uh, I didn't think Arj Barker. I think is a very funny guy and his stand up's great. But in this show, I found his character annoying. He, he had one or two funny things the entire 
episodes. Otherwise, I was just like, yeah, get past this bit. He's useless. Let's move on. <laughs> I can I can agree with that. I found um, Doug cracked me up, and then Eugene, their landlord, I I got a chuckle out of him. <laughs> And G- Eugene and uh, Kristen Schaal are both from Bob's Burgers. So, like, all I could hear was their characters from Bob's Burgers whenever they would talk on the screen. So, like, imagining whatever nine-year-old Louise saying all this shit to Brett and Jermaine was a bit trippy. Confusing. Confusing. <laughs> <laughs> so confusing. Um, I did not care for Mel, though, at all. Fair enough. She she fucking skeeved me out. Like, did, you didn't watch Letterkenny at all, did you? No, I've never seen it. I've heard you guys all talk about it a lot. There's a character on Letterkenny, Gail, that like bothers me because she's so hypersexual and just like is just, I don't know, it bothers me. And I got the same kind of vibe from Mel and I was just like, keep it in your pants, lady. <laughs> Jesus. But I do I do like the fact that she's the band's only fan. The only like, one. That, that, I thought it was funny, funny when Murray had a fan meeting with her and she had like all the different titles, but it was just her. And like, any more fans for the group? No. 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 <laughs> no more fans. What were some of your favorite episodes, songs, moments, whatevs? All right. This this will this might take a while because obviously I'll speak for longer than you will hear, Ashley. I have uh, a good amount listed. I do. Okay. Well, the first episode sets the tone of the show. And I was, I'm, I literally remember where I was and who I watched this first episode with uh, circa end of 2007, I would suggest it was. And I remember my mate saying, just give it a go. You need to get to the, he didn't even say songs. You need to get to a certain part of the episode before you understand what you're watching. So the first five or six minutes or however long it is before they go into the most beautiful girl in the room, mm-hmm. I was like, this, what is this? This is not funny. Bloody Kiwis. What? No, come on. Uh, and then he starts playing the most beautiful girl in the room. And then the bit that sold me was Brett on guitar, just swinging out from behind the wall, just <laughs> chonking a few fake chords and then swinging back behind again. That That's classy. That's funny. So once I saw that and then Robots, that song Robots, I really like a lot from that episode. The fucking <laughs> not crying binary that breakdown they had like in the That's outro it. credits. Zero, 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 one, zero, 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 one, 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 one. <laughs> that shit was funny. I will give you that. I watched this show the first time. I tried watching it well before we even decided to do this. And I, once they started singing The Most Beautiful Girl in the Room, I was like, I can't do this shit. And I turned it off. <laughs> and then I heard you talking about it when you guys were talking about your like favorite TV shows for, I forget what the topic was, but like you brought it up and you played one of the songs. And I was like, you know, I trust Paul. I trust his opinion. That song was pretty funny. I'm giving it a go. I regret that oh, decision, well. but at least now I've seen it. <laughs> Well, at least I know not to trust Paul anymore. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> mugged. Mugged is a, is a very... I think that Mugged episode is very funny. It does feature Hip Hopopotamus versus Rhinoceros, which... <laughs> that is one of my favorite episodes. And the part that I fucking laugh every time... Like, I was telling Dan about it. I was like, they're doing this fucking rhyme. And Jermaine's like, I'm the Hip Hopopotamus. My rhymes are bottomless. And then it cuts to a dance break because he can't think of anything to say. That's it. Uh, uh, there ain't no party like my Nana's tea party. <laughs> hey, ho, <laughs> very funny. Oh my god! Uh, and that what's another line from that? Something like, um, uh, my I'm often accused of my lyrics being sexist, but you lovely bitches and hoes should know I'm trying to correct this. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking rap that they did for the rhinoceros and the hip hopopotamus were 
really fucking cleverly written were delivered great like they did that song is one of my favorites that they did in the whole show because it just like exudes talent yep yep with you with you 100 and i like that storyline too where they get mugged and then the muggies be sort of become one of them becomes friends with jermaine and he oh pops up God. a couple more times in the series which is funny yeah uh yeah so i i i dug I actually kind of like that character it, obviously he's a piece of shit but that was a that was a cool and a funny line um <laughs> I like the next episode, which has got Brett uh, and his short-term girlfriend, Coco, because, and I mainly like it because one of the, the best songs ever is in this episode, to my mind, and it's If You're Into It, when he's trying to write that song for her. Mm-hmm. And it's like and it's this, 30 pages. How, how long was the song originally? Like two hours? <laughs> yeah. And then he sort of, he's like, that's not, you're not going to do all those things, are you? And he distills it down to what you really, Jermaine says to Brett, what you really need to do is... You know, tell her about the things you want to do with her, which he then makes it sexual. Yes. <laughs> that song starts off so innocently and then it fucking progresses yep. or escalates to like her getting gang banged by her roommate Stu and fucking Brett, if that's what you're into. That's if, that's if Stu's into it too. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very good, I think that was the song you played in your episode. I was like, that's fucking funny. Yep. So that's why I like that mainly around that particular song. Uh, I also like the next one, Sally Returns, which has the, that's number two song for me. If you're into it, number one song is Business Time. It is the funniest song and the funniest skit in this which whole one's show. Which one? Business Time. Stop. I don't. So remember. he's imagining um, it's Jermaine. So Sally comes back and they're both pursuing her again, and. Jermaine imagines what it'd be like to be married to her and it's years in the future and clearly she is not at all into, even in his fantasy, she's not at all into him, but he's misinterpreting all her signs uh, as not being interested as, oh yeah, you know, Tuesday night, was it Wednesday nights is the perfect night because, you know, we're not going around to your mother's for dinner and it's not too late after your after work social network netball practice. And there's no good shows on TV. TV. Uh, and you know, and then you go, you say something sexy like, "I might go to bed. I've got work in the morning." I know what you're trying to say, baby. <laughs> you're trying to say, "Oh yeah, it's business time," and it goes from there. Oh my gosh, yeah, that was that was. It's funnier you and me talking about it than it was watching it. Oh, that's terrible. To I listened say. to that song. <laughs> I could probably, I could probably do a rendition for you. I won't. Damn and it! I shan't. But I could almost get there. We're doing a musical episode or TV show. I was hoping to get you to sing. That's okay. Uh, yeah. That's okay. I can. I could probably do the Jermaine, uh, you know, um, business time because there's not much singing except for it's like, <laughs> and when he's doing it, it's business time. And again, Brett swinging out with the guitar playing in the background, swings away again. I love that shit. Makes me laugh every time. What can I say? I'm a simple man, Ashley. That's okay. Everybody's allowed to like what they like. There's no judgment. Dan, however, like, so when I was watching this, I finished season one last weekend and then I watched season two. I finished it yesterday. I started it Friday. So like Dan. That's hardcore. Yeah, right. It was only 10 episodes, but like each half hour felt so long, dude. Oh my God. I get you. Most of my favorite episodes are in this, are in this first season for sure. Yeah, I, I can, I can agree with that. But Dan said something is like, this show's not funny. I was like, oh my God, I thought it was just me. I thought I was a wet blanket. So Dan is also, <laughs> he's peeking around the corner like a fucking Milford man right now because I said his name and he fucking got summoned. <laughs> hey, Bubby. Such a weirdo. <laughs> um, what else? Are there any other Next songs? Next episode's that you terrible. Uh, yeah, on, in the rest of the season, I like um, uh, 
Mother Uckers is pretty funny. So the the racist episode you mentioned where Aziz Az- Ans- uh, what's his name? Aziz, Aziz Ansari. Ansari. Yeah, is it turns out he thinks they're Australians the whole time. That's why he's being racist. Yes. Which is the other thing I really like about this show, the running gag that, you know, there's such a competitiveness between Australia and New Zealand. And New Zealand, like, you know, we always come second. So, you know, fuck them Aussies. And the Aussies are all arrogant assholes in the show. Yes. That I find very funny. That was one of my favorite running gags. And, like, the racist episode was one of the ones that I really enjoyed. It, like, starts out with some fucking, or it didn't start, but it has some cartoon, like, not claymation, but whatever, with Albie yeah. the racist dragon. Albie the racist dragon. <laughs> and it starts off at part six, so it's just, like, so fucking random. And then they did, like, a rap song, and they're, like, bouncing their bikes like cars on hydraulics, which I thought was hilarious. Yep. That's Mother Ruckus. You get a, yeah, yep. Taika with TD cameo. And then... At the- and, he, and he wrote and directed this episode as well. Yeah, and then... That's when Dan and I were talking about that whole thing with Tessa Thompson and Rita Ora and Taika, Taika Waititi. Like, what's going on there? Yes. So I heard, or oh, very glanced at it on some Twitter th- thread the other day. Like, oh, well, Whatever. if everyone's uh, consenting, if they're a consenting adult and they're all happy to be there, then more power to all of them. Fucking enjoy yourself, man. I That took me by surprise because yep. I thought, I knew it was Rita Ora, but I didn't know the Tessa Thompson part of it until, because I just thought it was a third woman. And then Dan was like, no, it's fucking Valkyrie. I was like, well, get it, son. Good for you. Good for Take everybody. Knows where it's at. Yep, yep. Um, and then the end Good credits stuff. when it had Brett and Jermaine and Aziz just going to the Australian embassy because they yeah, have to learn how to bird. fucking flip the bird. Like that's a whole <laughs> series of like figuring out like it took him three minutes to just fucking get it the one time after they'd been practicing. But then, yeah, they flipped the bird to all the fucking like the guard and the, the consulate whole. guards. Yes. Yep. That was well, fucking God. funny. Yes. Yeah, so that, that was really cool. And then even the next episode, I think, is also good. It's one you mentioned before. It's got the song, A Kiss Is Not A Contract. Um, when Brett and, Brett and Jermaine pick up you know, these two women who work in a croissant shop and have that very different experience. And so one of the women is from uh, Happy Endings yes. and Scrubs New Season, Eliza Cooper. I'm not sure how you say her last name. Cuthbert. But... Cuthbert. Yeah, something like that. Oh, no, that's, uh, that's um, Jack Bauer's daughter, right? Um, but this oh, is, yeah, yeah, no. I think her name's Eliza. Oh, it doesn't matter. Anyway, she's she's in it and she's playing the sexually aggressive woman, as you said, in that flipping of the, the normal roles. That's very funny and she's kind of hot. So I was all down for that episode. It's and also got sings, you know, Paul Shear's wife, who I don't know her name, but she's in like literally everything, most notably from Grace and Frankie. That's uh, Brianna. Anyhow, sorry, go ahead. Is that uh, is that the other woman? Yeah. Who's- Who's going out with Jermaine? Yeah. yeah. So we're not. And Jermaine decides to give her the cold shoulder to try to win her back her interest. So I've decided we're not going to sleep together. Yep. Great, Jermaine. That's right. Yep. I, you know, I had decided that already. No, no. So, all right. So we're just being clear here. We're not sleeping together. No, that's right, Jermaine. We're not sleeping together. Okay. She starts to run away. So 100% not sleeping. <laughs> his, his efforts to even give her the cold shoulder are terrible. I found that funny too. Well, because then the other part of it, the flip side, is that. I'm just going to call her Jane because I don't remember her name on the show. She is like trying to fucking get Brett into bed and he's just so resistant. So she tells him what is like that she's fucking shipping out and like some covert mission the next day. Like that's it. The fucking lines that some douchebag dude would use to try to pressure a woman into sex. It's now flipped on its head and poor Brett feels so used and thrown away. It's a little sad. Yeah, but but also quite funny, and as you said, yes. really threw that into into perspective. So I like that one. Then it kind of goes downhill from here. The rest of the season, there's not much here that I really love. 
if I'm really honest. So good, we can still be friends. <laughs> okay, like and I was kind of oh, I didn't mind the Will Forte episode Ugh. where he's an actor who's pretending and takes it too far, and they they don't aren't able to tell Murray it's all bullshit. Yeah, which you know, but otherwise the rest of that season, yeah, we we we've had the high points, and I can see why they went away and had. Uh, a fairly long break before they came back for the second season, which was weirdly at a completely different time of year, but I guess that's HBO for you. I guess so. Um, I did have one other episode. I watched it yesterday. It was the first one I watched after I smoked, so maybe that's why it was funny, but it was um, <laughs> with Kristen Wiig, and she like lost her dog. Yes. And they were... That's in the oh second my God. season. Yeah, yep. so second season. I found it hilarious, or... Hilarious is overstating again. I found it very, eh, I found it funny when Murray and the Brett doctor. and Jermaine are all having their meeting and they both have ideas for new songs. And Murray's like, oh, it's that time of year again. So, like, he goes back and, like, two years ago, they each thought about an idea for a song that they're both still working on, haven't finished. And then, like, the next year, same thing. But they both want, like, Brett's like, I want to write a song about epileptic, epileptic dogs. And Jermaine's like, I want to write a song about dogs with epilepsy. And fucking, <laughs> oh. And then, then it comes up like where he's like, well, you can't do things that are going to like alienate your audience. Like if you could do a song that's anti-AIDS, you're going to offend the pro-AIDS people. He's like, I don't think there's any pro-AIDS people. That's right. Are you pro-AIDS? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, goes around. That, that was good. And he's like, so you would be is- pro-AIDS and no anti. Pro-AIDS. Anti. Okay. We're not going to, we don't have time to take a whole poll here. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. No, that was good. And then at one point, fucking Jermaine doesn't know what fucking... He calls them prophylactic dogs instead of epileptic dogs. <laughs> and then that fucking dog and then concert. Song. Oh, my God. Yes. With flashing lights yes. and whatever else and all that. <laughs> that was horrific. <laughs> and then it turns out Kristen this- Wiig's name the whole time was Bra-Bra instead of was Barbara. Bra-Bra. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. That's some funny shit. Uh, that episode, though, does highlight... Probably the biggest issue I have with the show. It leans too hard, particularly in the second season, on both guys going for the same woman. Yeah. Like, like we, we played this note out. We did it with Sally in the first season, and now we're doing it with Kristen Wiig. And any, any woman basically comes into the show and shows an interest in one. The other is, quite, particularly Jermaine, is trying to get involved and, and steal, him for, steal her for himself. And I'm like, this. What a douche. We're running out of ideas here. Yeah, he's such a douche. We're running out of ideas here if that's really where we're going yet again so uh yeah uh, i like that episode i also liked um the tough bretts in this second season <laughs> fucking stupidest gang name own- ever <laughs> that's right <laughs> because he's worried because of his what whatever the song was called he did a um, diss rap in the library and he was dissing all the other rap he's like snoop dog is not very good <laughs> that was yeah. his whole fucking diss rap was naming rappers and saying they were not very saying good it's not very good see that's funny <laughs> So you're laughing about it now in, in retrospect. Yeah, it's funny you're I, talking about it with you because it's so ridiculous. But then like watching it, I don't know, like there's something about the delivery because I I'm fine with deadpan humor. But the way that some of it is just coming out, like, I don't know, there's just not there's not something there's something missing or something missing. And I can't okay. name what it is. Some indeterminable it factor that's just not clicking to make it funny even though talking about it it is amusing but it's just not all right well it's something it's something at least yeah that 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 episode that had another one of my favorite songs which is hurt feelings you know i've got hurt I feelings hate that song. which has 
Oh, come on. It has the best line ever in a song, which is, the day after my birthday is not my birthday, mom. <laughs> God. I fucking, that song, and then I got mad because this song, like, stuck in my head. Like, I, I don't want to sing it now because it's going to get my head, but, like, it just played my- I've got hurt feelings. I've got hurt feelings. And then they, like, did, a like, a reprise of it later in the episode as yep. soon as I had gotten it out of my head, and there it is again. <laughs> Boo. Said I wasn't going to sing, so that was my best approximation thereof. There we go. Good for you, though. I'm proud of you. Thanks. Speaking of songs that I did not like, I did not like the French song that they did at the beginning of that. Oh, uh, that fucking shit annoyed are, me. Yeah. Yeah. Foo. Yeah. There, there's some. Te- there are some terrible songs. Like when I said I downloaded the songs, I downloaded my favorite seven or so, and the rest were like watching them all brand new again. Twelve or what would it be? Fourteen years later or, or thirteen years later, and I'm like. Pfft. See why I didn't download this one. This is garbage. There's a and there's a lot of music numbers in each episode, and I would say maybe a quarter of them are good. I'd I'd go higher. I'd go forty to forty five percent. Yeah, um, I, but definitely summer t- summer crap. Summer crap. The acid trip song. I don't remember how it went, but I wrote that I actively disliked it. It was uncreative and visually disturbing. Is that in the ba- in the Bowie episode? It, I don't remember. know. It might be. I I hated all those Bowie songs, Bowie episodes. Oh. I hated the one, yeah, I don't know, Ladies of the World, The Prince of Pop, all these ones. The Mermaid song was crap. Um, yeah, so there's quite a few songs that just don't work for me either. I have to have to acknowledge. The worst of them all was the Japanese karaoke song that was sung out of tune. Like it was so bad that HBO stopped in the middle of it. Was like we can't play this right now. Like it basically put its head and its or its face in its head and was like, oh, please stop this. <laughs> and then I had to. I was like, oh, you you also give up because I was gonna fast forward through that song. I was like, no, I need I need to have all the information so I can speak on it knowledgeably and then hbo was like please fucking stop (laughs) (laughs) that's that's funny it's funny funny. Uh, um let me see if i have any i like the prime minister when the prime minister came that was funny and brian yep he's a he was a he was that was hilarious and then he's got a thing for lucy lawless as paula in the next episode also a taika with tt1 new zealand town yeah how funny was new zealand town (laughs) one stop um so i found that funny okay that's cool, man. That's cool. <laughs> different strokes for different folks. I did sure. not like, I don't know. I thought it was funny when Brett and Jermaine were trying to be his bodyguards because like there was nobody to, there. of course there's nobody to fucking bodyguard the prime minister of New prime Zealand minister in this situation. Yep. So they go to the fucking pawn shop and they're getting like sunglasses and like they have the, wa- no, the walkie talkies are for the pet shop girl when they're being the wingman. But anyhow, yes, yeah, it. they have like the earpiece and stuff like that and they're trying to meet the president. It's it's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. That's also the episode where Art Garfunkel comes in as himself with um oh my God. Chloe from 24 <laughs> making Jermaine dress and, and that was talk fucking like bothersome and then he felt so dirty <laughs> afterwards as he shouldn't that. And then it goes to fucking <laughs> Doug and Mel and he thinks it's Brett in the car cuz he's like doing a I guess cosplay or yep. dressing up to turn her on. I felt so bad for Doug this whole show. That poor bastard. And then they they break up in was it the last episode? They break up and they each adopt one of the guys. Yes. Like, now it's gotten even weird. Now it's gotten even weirder it's because so weird. Mel's gone from sexualizing the guys to acting like a parent to one of them. Well, what's going on? She's fucked in the head, man. 
That's for like sure. she's sure. she's a, an odd duck. Um, <laughs> yeah. What else? Oh, running gags and goops. There's a lot of running gags in this show. We talked about the New Zealand and Australia rivalry, which is fantastic. by far the best. Yes, um, I loved it. Whenever they would be having like these quote unquote private meetings and just basically have the other person turn around and tell them not to listen. Yep. Fucking so funny. So there was like one part when it's Murray and Brett and Jermaine having a band meeting and they tell Brett or tell Jermaine to turn around and not listen. He's like, do you think he's listening? You think he can hear us? That Jermaine's a pretty good looking guy. And he's like, oh, I told you not to listen. Fucking funny. (laughs) That was good. Uh, In that Murray's office, there's always, I think it was a different poster, if not every episode, every second episode. Yes. There's a different New Zealand tourism poster. <laughs> some of those were pretty funny. I wrote down some of them because they were so funny. Go for it. New Zealand, like Lord of the Rings. New Zealand, don't expect <laughs> too much, you'll love it. New Zealand rocks, and that's just in front of a bunch of rocks. New Zealand, only 18 hours away from New York. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Was one of them New Zealand about as far away as Scotland or something like that? I don't know. Yeah, it was something about Scotland, like similar to Scotland or something like that, but not. I forget. And then the other one, which was New Zealand, you love it. And it's you as in like female sheep. <laughs> so. I didn't see that one. Um, Brett's sweatshirts were also pretty fucking funny. He always had like a tiger or like a cat or fucking some dumbass animal on his sweatshirts okay i i did notice a couple of them but not that many of them so i didn't realize that was a running gag the running gag made me laugh every single time after the fourth time and i realized it was a running gag was murray going all right band meeting jermaine yes present (laughs) brett present murray also present all right (laughs) now we can start (laughs) him always taking attendance was fucking funny i i agree um Things that you don't like. I hated the crazy dogs. That whole shit was so annoying. <laughs> uh, yes, it was annoying. Although it was kind of funny that they hit it so big and it turned out to be a ripoff of a Polish song. So, <sighs> Of course. My people are always getting plagiarized. Our people. Our people. Are you Polish too? Yeah, my grandfather was Polish. So Hot that's damn. where my last name comes from. I didn't yeah. know that. That's awesome. Yeah, my dad's 100% Polish. All right. Yeah. Well, you are definitely closer. You're a generation closer than I am. So, uh, well, he's from New Jersey. And Do you speak any? I can say um, apple and beer and cheers. So it's Nazdrovia yeah, and then Yapka is apple. And I think it's like Piwo is beer. That's it. I used to be able to count to 10. Now I just remember Shesh, Shevinch, Ushinch, Jevinch, Jeshinch. I think that's six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Well, I can count to 11 in German, but that's it, which is not exactly something we should be bragging about yeah. being Polish. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the reason, my, the reason I'm Australian is my grandfather was Polish and met my grandmother, who's German, at the end of the war, and no one would accept them over there. So they had to move, immigrate to Australia to basically um, make, allow their love to continue. Wow. That's a, quite a story. Yep. And so my dad was, I think my dad was, they were here three months when my dad was born. So in 51. That's fucking awesome. I love that story. True love prevails. So there you go. 
<laughs> Mowage. Mowage. Okay, I'm not going to do that whole thing. Anyways, what do you not like about the show? What else? What else did I not like? like I, as I say, I really hated the competitiveness with the guys constantly trying to undermine each other to get whichever girl it was that was that was the apple of their eye in that particular moment. As funny as it was the first time with whatever was Sally. It, what was it Coco? No, it was uh, Sally. Well, Coco for the in particular. One, wasn't it? Because, the very first episode, but then Coco in terms of like Jermaine hanging around and oh. constantly not giving them any space. Yeah. That stuff was kind of funny, but it just went on way too long. I didn't like Dave's antics. You know, he just sort of was snarky and horrible to them and never could remember where they were from and which one was which. Not that funny <laughs> as far as I was concerned. Uh, yeah, and I guess I don't know what it was. The Just overall, the energy, you could tell, and I, I read about this, they said it got really hard this second season to, to fill the number of episodes, which is why it went down from twelve to ten. Mm-hmm. And they stopped having fun. They stopped having fun doing it. So they wrote the ending. There it was. They're back in New Zealand. It's all over. Because even though apparently it was an Emmy Award-winning series and nominated repeatedly, they just were creatively bankrupt. It was just too hard for them. And you, and I got the real sense of that by the end of the show. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. It felt like there was nothing new or fresh, or like they weren't taking it anywhere. It was just. The same shit all the time. Although one of the running gags I should have mentioned is their terrible gigs that they have. Like one of my favorites is they're playing <laughs> just in the elevator as it's going up and down. Like, oh, you got one guy dancing here. <laughs> Swaying to the music. Slow it down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I liked I liked the one where they had to pawn. I think it was towards the end of the second season. They had to pawn their instruments. So they're just up there making the noises. Jing, 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 jing. Zero, 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 zero. Jing, jing, zero, 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 one, one. Because they don't have any instruments. So they were just saying the notes. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't remember that. That's funny, though. Very dumb. Very dumb. Oh, I have a couple so. on my other notes. A couple of the songs that I apparently liked, but I don't remember how they go. So I'm going to trust you to remember right. that for me Let's so see. episode two brett does a boom boom song with the casio electric oh. guitar set to mandolin yep yeah boom yeah so that there's uh the brett you've got it going on song from episode six um, oh that was a bowie episode i didn't like that episode very much so his yeah bowie reminded me boom, of tim boom, curry boom, for some boom, reason boom. Tim curry. <laughs> it was more of a, he'd be a great oh. tim curry it got me it took me a while i got there brett's the boom king Who's the boom king? Brett's the boom king. <laughs> that's, that's is that the one? Song. Okay. Um, and then there was that's the episode boom. where they have to become prostitutes, and there's like the sugar sugar lump song, which is like the song all about testicles. Yep. That one was funny. Them being prostitutes is not funny, but the rest of it was funny. No, it, that, that was funny. Everyone, check out my sugar lumps. That was that was amusing. I don't want that song in the video that are meant to like remind you like there was one part where brett's a chef and he's going through the kitchen and there's like all of these round food objects like two of them right next to each other <laughs> and it's just like oh so stupid but funny um oh and then there's in episode nine brett singing some romantic song about some girl and jermaine just keeps like cutting in with like logic and reason like brett's like oh she's like juliet and jermaine's like she's 13 <laughs> that part was I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what that one's called I don't know what Wasn't that one's Mer- called. Was that episode nine of the first season? Of or the second, second season? season. I don't remember who the girl is at that point. Uh, that would have been the if the second season, then it would have been the uh, pet shop girl, right? Yes, that's who it was. The pet shop girl. Yep. That was like, did they? Because they Wasn't had. It? Oh, that one in the acid one. I told you I was freaky and suddenly it was all weird oh, shit yeah. going on. Yeah. 
I didn't like that part. There was a Lord of the Rings music video they did that was actually yep. pretty well produced. And then the Femident yeah. song was eventually pretty funny. The which one, sorry? The Femident song about the toothpaste that's just for women. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. That was. <laughs> <laughs> you can be the advert and they come out as the toothpaste. Yes. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, that is it for shit that I liked okay so yeah there was a lot of stuff right. in the show that i can't be specific on because it I, a a lot of it is very similar and runs together and b i may have just blocked it out for my own mental health so there's that <laughs> <laughs> this is not a show that i will be revisiting there are a few songs that no. i will listen to again but there yeah yeah no no i, I get it i'm sorry i put you through no, it it's okay but I, I thank you for for giving it another match. As I said, I enjoyed, I enjoyed for the, especially the first season, rewatching it. It was a bit of a slog the second time around. So that makes uh, me feel in my better. head, I was like, well, if Ashley really loves this, I'm going to feel like the weird one. But the fact that I didn't love it as much second time, look, comedy's hard to maintain. The only show, comedy show I've watched the whole way through from start to end again is Scrubs. And that holds up. And I've wanted to do community again, but I can't convince the wife to do it with me. Yeah. So, but I would stop at the end of season three. There's no way I would go beyond that. No. Just, that's the end as oh far as I'm God. concerned. I don't know because I remember when we did Community, it was like a last minute switcheroo. And I don't remember. I I know I hadn't watched the last couple of seasons recently, but I don't know that I had ever finished that show up until just now. Man, that fucking shit sucked. Yeah. Even when Dan Harmon came back in the last Ugh. last season of it, it's still still not that funny. The magic was just gone, unfortunately. So to me, the main cast had left. And exactly. Anyway, that's uh, that's, that's, a that's whole community. Other show. We need to talk. <laughs> Flight of the Concords. Yeah. Well, that makes me feel better that you, because I thought I was gonna. First of all, I told Dan, I was like, Paul will be able to handle himself and not be upset that he's coming on my show and I'm fucking dissing a show that he loves. But now that I know you don't love it, that makes it even better. Look, I do. I still really enjoy it. It just it wasn't as good. Like in my memory, you know, some things you shouldn't go back to. Maybe Fly of the Concords as a show is that. Obviously, you can listen to the music over and over again and still get laughs and appreciate it. But to watch it again, sit through the as you say the awkwardness and the the shittiness of them to each other, and I mean, it really does run some of the same jokes into the ground eventually. Yeah, and it's this is not a show for binging, like you said. It's just no, it's too much of the same each episode and then like the fucking music numbers there's at least four in a 30 minute episode so they're coming quick and and fast which are synonyms anyways <laughs> <laughs> look I, I i agree that said i want to be very clear here i still think the premise was funny the first season is great a couple of episodes towards the end but overall i, I still enjoy the film i still rec film the show i still recommend it to people but Maybe I need to recommend it with a bit of a qualification of just ease your way through it. Just watch it once a week and then you'll probably like it a lot more. I will second that emotion. I will also say, though, if you don't laugh at all during the first episode, that's about what you're going to get throughout yeah. the whole series. So, like, don't, that's probably don't fair. push yourself. Just download their albums and listen to that while you're in the car. And that's probably a good enough Yeah. Uh, indication or introduction to flight of the concords that'll do so is there anything i mean we kind of already touched on stuff that you would do to like change the show to make it better in your opinion but anything that you would like to mention that you haven't already i think just shortening the series really if it had been like a 10 episode first season and an eight episode second season and, and mush the really good stuff together and drop some of the flotsam that kind of 
Obviously, they had to fill a, an episode order and they didn't get there in the second. They just left it to 10. Yeah. I think it would be a much stronger show if it was a little shorter and it wasn't mining the same ground over and over again so much. If we could have got rid of the fact that they're just going to both pursue the same girls because of that sad, that would have been nice. If we did, it was just Sally and maybe Brett's first girlfriend after that, they kind of just accepted and supported one another. I think it would have been a better show as well. Yeah, I didn't like that they basically fell in love with any woman that they talked to to a point yep. of like turning into slightly stalkerish and obsessive. Mm-hmm. And it was just weird, man. They're just weird dudes. But the only thing I put on what you'd change about the show or do differently, I just put make it funny. So just do that. <laughs> just make it funny. <laughs> right. Please send your hate mail to... <laughs> send it to me, bitches. I don't care. If you hate me, then... That's your fault for listening. Nobody's making you. Don't <laughs> do right. that. This free in, this free entertainment yeah. that you have downloaded. That's right. Quote, unquote, well, entertainment. Uh, <laughs> All right. Discussion. There you go. Discuss. Paul, who would you ma- marry, bang, and kill from Flight of the Concords? I gave this a lot of thought in the 10 minutes. Be- honestly, in the 10 minutes before we started recording. Perfect. And I struggled because there's so few female characters here. So I just went, I'm going to go with... I killed Dave. Mm-hmm. Dave can go. It, it could have been Mel, if I'm really honest, but Dave shits me and he wasn't very funny. And Arj Bark is hilarious. I don't think they used him particularly well. So Dave needs to go. He's not a nice guy. Bang. Uh, I'm going with the chick from Happy Endings. Okay. The hot, the sexually aggressive uh, hot chick from uh, Eliza <laughs> Coupe or Coop, whatever her name is. Oh, yeah, that's uh, it. She was... Good job. So she's my my bang choice, and I'd probably marry Sally, but I'm really stretching here. You know, she wasn't a great person, but she's attractive, and obviously someone wanted to marry her, so there must be a depth to her that we didn't really get to see here. Uh, but I am fully prepared to probably marry Murray because it wouldn't hurt to have someone organizing my life Fucking so Murray. effectively. Murray, in hindsight, might be one of my characters that i like mostly enjoyed from the main group because there's it's a very small cast but murray he's he is the funniest i think because i don't i I don't like brett or jermaine as characters or as people at all they're just both pieces of shit yep i don't think you meant meant to like them i think you meant to laugh at them yeah and yeah and obviously you weren't doing that so fair enough well they're just so bad on purpose but then when you're bad on purpose you need to hit on the same levels of some of those songs that were really clever but or bad, but good bad. It was just bad, bad. I feel like I'm not explaining <laughs> myself well. Anyways, okay. So I would marry Doug. Yes. Because he's oh. one of the few decent people on the show. Um, I would bang Brett because we could probably get away with just a hug. And then I'm going to kill Mel. <laughs> <laughs> Ta-da. I think you missed the point of bang. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't. He said that he, if he's prostituting himself, he would do it for just hugs. And I was like, I'm down with that. Like, you might have to do a little more than, you know, just hugs. It's degrading. Okay. Okay. It's degrading, Paul. And kill Mel. Yeah, I I, I saw that one coming because how else are you going to marry Doug unless Mel's dead? Exactly. I got to get out of the competition. (laughs) Although she's not exactly, you know, doing anything to make him want to stay. You wouldn't make him dress up like anyone except Dan, would you? (laughs) That would be so (laughs) weird. (laughs) Oh, God, no. Okay, Paul. So do you want to tell people where they can find your show i feel like everybody does but maybe like some topics that you guys have coming up in the future sure i mean if you're interested and you want to hear my foul mouth co-host some say some outlandishly ridiculous shit and get away with it and everyone think he's still cute 
but if I happen to trip slightly, then everyone jumps at me like a 10 pound, not 10 pound, 10 <laughs> ton wall of bricks. There we go. Got there in the end. Uh, you can come listen, search for the Countdown Movie Interviews. What do we do today? I've just finished and dropped for the patrons uh, episode on the top 10 ridiculous movie missions. Nice. Which was much harder to do than you might think. Last week we did top 10 road movies. Next week we're doing the top 10 summer blockbusters because it's summer and the blockbusters are coming out where it counts. Yeah, uh, nice. yeah so the topics at the moment. We reviewed Army of the Dead just dropped and next week is Quiet Place Part 2 that we have also recorded. I just watched both of those movies yesterday. And I know from a chat that I'm in with your partner that somehow you rated Army of the Dead higher than A Quiet Place Part 2. That is correct. I'm going to let Dan thrash that out with you. That's totally fine. So I will I will <laughs> defend myself for briefly here. So first of all, we saw A Quiet Place 2 in theaters. As most of y'all know, I am slightly to mostly hearing impaired, especially in one ear. There's very few subtitles in that movie, and there's a lot of whispering. So I couldn't hear a lot of things uh, in my defense. All right. Secondly, Fair enough. I was not invested in a single character in that movie. I had forgotten that John Krasinski died in the first one. So like... <laughs> I just didn't give a fuck about any of them and what they were doing. And then Army so of like, the Dead. Where's, where's Jim? Where's Jim? Where, what do you mean Jim's dead? Yeah. Where's Jim? I was so, I was very, because I only <laughs> saw A Quiet Place in the theaters like when it first came out. And I haven't seen it since then. So it's all kind of murky in my brain. So I was not, I don't know. And then the fucking kids, that one kid was so dumb. So whatever. He was, he was dumb. But, but Army yeah, of the Dead, I found entertaining i i enjoyed myself during that film more than the other one i rated a quiet place a 6.5 so then army of the dead the seven. Oh, look i gave army of the dead three stars so we're not that no. far away on that point it's just that i gave a quiet place part two much more but i get particularly the first part that you're saying well if you can't hear what the hell's going on then that yeah. makes any film hard to enjoy yeah and i like the characters i didn't give a fuck about what happened to any of them they could have all died i would have been fine oh well i gave a fuck so well, good for if you. you. They're also nicer than me. Enjoyed the first one, then then you should see a quiet place part two, despite what Ashley says. No, you can still see it. I still rated it a six point five. That's not a bad movie. That's true. That's true. I'm not shitting it's on not anything. Like shitting on it. Yeah, I'm very Except nice. Flight of the Concords. <laughs> uh, Flight of the Concords. If I had to rate it out of ten, it would be three, three and a half out of ten. <gasps> when I the first time I watched it in retrospect, up until rewatching it now, I'd have said it's an eight. Uh, I, what was that? Dan decided he wanted to interject, but I wasn't listening to him. I was paying attention to you, so I don't know what he said. Ah, okay. I'll start that again. <laughs> Fly of the Concords, in memory, I would say it was an 8 out of 10, and that's what I would have said it. Having now rewatched it, I would lower it to a 6.5 out of 10. So I'd still recommend it. I still think it's funny, but as you said, I think the, great, the most accurate thing that anyone said this episode is you, Ashley, where you said, if the first episode doesn't grab you and you don't laugh, don't bother. Don't fucking bother. Excellent. Okay, well, Paul, I'm so happy that I got to chat with you again for the first time in, well, not ages, because we still, but still like this. Yeah. It's nice to have a little one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. It is. Thank you so much for the invitation back. It's always it's always well, wonderful to chat TV with you, Ashley, even if you didn't love it so much. Well, so at some point in our show, my show, I want to have both you and Wayne on, which I realize is a lot for me to take on, but to do scrubs. Because I feel like I can't do that Ooh. show without both of you. But that's Ooh, scrubs. That's a lot of show to watch, so that'll be in the future. 
Well, I, I would rewatch Scrubs again at any point in time. In fact, I started rewatching it again to listen to the podcast that Zach Braff and Donald Faison were doing. But it just got, they were releasing two episodes a week and I couldn't keep up with it. So I've kind of dropped off. But it was funny, the podcast, because the show is fucking hilarious. I only watched a little bit of Scrubs like when it would be airing as reruns. So I'm familiar enough with stuff that happens, but I can't say that I've watched it. I think maybe, I don't know. I know you like to do the whole thing, but maybe if you kind of broke that episode up and maybe did like, we'll do Scrubs the early years and then Scrubs the latter years. That might make it easier to kind of it might. stomach because that's, that's eight lot. seasons of twenty-two to twenty-four. That's that's such a huge undertaking. I know, but I did Buffy. I'm not even counting the bullshit last season. I did Buffy though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you are a machine. There's no doubt. This is why you are the binge TV podcast. I am. Oh, and I have a bone to pick with you. You you remedied Ooh, it okay. before you came on the show, so that's good. The last like five fucking countdown. TV related episodes you did, you did not read any of my feedback, and I got like emotionally hurt because I was like, I know oh, the. I'm sorry. Mo- no, it's fine. I'm just fucking teasing you. But I would listen. I was okay. like, when is he gonna say mine? And he didn't. But then you did on the last one, so I forgive you. Yay! <laughs> I'm glad. I, I'm glad I got there. What it tends to be is because it's some some topics where I, I mean this is a good problem to have. Some topics we get eighty or ninety replies, and you know Wayne gets on my ass if I do any more than fifteen of them. So. I go through and I tend to be start at the top of the thread and just take the first bunch that, yep, that looks like a good answer. And I therefore, if you answer late, I don't get to it. Paul, I'm an so egomaniac. Pro- this is not something you should actually indulge me in. <laughs> I'm just being a baby. I will make sure. But, you know, you like to try and get around and, and make sure people who contribute get... Uh, so I, I'm sorry I missed your four weeks. Oh, my God. Know. It's fine. I you You're being so much more nice about it than I anticipated. So I wanted you to laugh at it. And now I feel <laughs> bad. Like, I've actually made you feel like you've done something wrong you haven't i'm just teasing you okay oh, oh well I'm, <laughs> oh my thank gosh you okay for that tease i love you rabbit ear oh, why do i keep calling you guys rabbit ears couch potatoes next month i'm gonna have caleb on we're gonna talk about harvey birdman Ooh. because caleb likes to talk about cartoons and that's all he's ever been on for so yay well he sounds like the cartoon guy so he yeah is. that'd be awesome and then the month after that i think what is that june is gonna be um gerald for my so-called life which we were supposed to do last month but that stupid idiot had to have emergency surgery so whatever how dare he how dare you exactly <laughs> all right well that's it for me this month you guys have a great life i don't know i never know how to start these yeah. things or end them that's it. I reckon you say, <laughs> look after yourselves, take care, get vaccinated, and it's been a blast. Thanks so much, Ashley. Catch you next time. Perfect. I'm the mother flipping rhinoceros. My beasts are fat and the birds are on my back and I'm horny. I'm horny. If you choose to proceed, you will indeed concede. Cause I hit you with my flow, the wild rhyme or stampede. I'm not just wild, I'm trained, domesticated. I was raised by a rapper and rider that dated and subsequently procreated. That's how it goes. Here's the hip hop hippopotamus, the hip hop hippo. They call me the hip hop hippopotamus. My lyrics are bottomless. Flows that glow like phosphorus Popping off the top of this esophagus Rocking this metropolis I'm not a large water dwelling mammal Where did you get that preposterous hypothesis? Did Steve tell you that perchance? Mm, Steve
My rhymes and records, they don't get played Because my records and rhymes, they don't get made And if you rap like me, you don't get paid And if you roll like me, you don't get laid My rhymes are so potent that in this small segment I made all of the ladies in the area pregnant Yeah, sometimes my lyrics are sexist But you lovely bitches and hoes should know I'm trying to correct this Other rappers dismay Say my rhymes are sissy Why? 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 Why exactly? What? Why? Be more constructive with your feedback, please. Why? 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 Cause I rap about reality. Like me and my grandma drinking a cup of tea. There ain't no party like bananas tea party. Hi. How? I'm the mother flippin'. I'm the mother flippin'. I'm the mother flippin'. Who's the mother flippin'? I'm the mother flippin'. I'm the mother flippin'. I'm the mother flippin'. Mother flippin'.